Hey, everybody. Thank you for downloading episode 162 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. I'm Hal. And I'm Mark. And this is the first of our two Max Fun Drive episodes for 2018. These are the biggest, the best, and the really fun part is we're going to be back, no advertising, to uh, tell you how you can become a member at Max Fun and support shows like ours specifically ours, and maybe some others too. So it's not really advertising in the sense that we're not pushing products for other people. We're advertising our very show. So thank you for listening. Uh, We had a great time with this episode. Not that every episode isn't fun, but specifically we we had a really great time. Um, Andy Richter was kind enough to invite us into his office to uh, sit and talk about some amazing inventions. So without further ado, please enjoy episode 162 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Talk to you soon. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best invention of the last hundred years. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hello, everybody. We're going to talk inventions. I want to get right into this. Okay. We're here at Andy Richter's office. Hi, guys. And Thanks hi, for having us to your hi, lovely po- home. Hi, potters. <laughs> pod people. All you pod people out there. Yeah. That's uh, that's terrifying to think that that's <laughs> who's listening to our show. We were talking. So Brian asked us uh, for the greatest invention of the last 100 years. So we're 1918 to 2018. And Andy, you were talking about the flush toilet. Yeah, we were just before. I was actually because I thought, is the flush toilet in the last century? Yeah. But so I just did a quick Wikipedia, but apparently there were flush toilets. There were kinds of flush toilets in Roman times. Right. Yes. So, uh, but like the supposed Thomas Crapper one, I think that's even like, that's that's even before that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. Somewhere like, what about the Japanese toilet? Oh, those are fantastic. Do you have one? I do not. Well, I, I have. It's Toto is the name. Yes. You know, uh, I've is seen the name, that name on toilet. Yes, it yeah. is. Toto is the company and uh-huh. it's called a Toto Washlet is the <laughs> one, is the one with the, the bidet built in. Yeah. And, uh, we don't, I have, we have a dual flush toilet. Like we got, we, like well, the eco-friendly. The yeah, exactly. We changed, when we, when we moved in our house, we changed all the toilets to the, you know, pee and poo button uh, mm-hmm. toilets because they're such big water savers. Yeah. And um, but we're talking we, we want to redo our bathroom like that's our bathroom is still f- left over from the previous person who was a lovely person, but d- designed a st- Stupid bathroom. It's just, it was like the stupid. And in fact, they just like, we had this really nice big shower that's a steam shower. Yeah. That like, I didn't even realize we bought the house and then I had a contractor in doing things. And he goes like, Oh, you got a steam shower. I was like, We what? I don't even know <laughs> what at this moment. I do not know what a, a steam, steam shower is. A steam shower is we have a shower. It's like, you know, with a glass door. Right. And, you, there's a button on the wall and you push it and you come back in 10 minutes and it's a steam room. Ooh. Your little shower is like a steam room. It yeah, makes right. all these like, all these sort of medieval, 
noises yeah. as there's – I mean in the wall somewhere, there's a little water heater and then there's underneath there, – it has a – you know, it has a built-in bench. It's like, you know, tile and it has and it's, it has a bench and underneath there is a spout that like – so it's really not like if you have a cold, we don't use it all, you right. know, a lot, but it is nice if you have a cold or something and just get in there and. Or if you have a shirt that you need to press quickly. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Which is usually my I just... tux for the Emmys. I just go stand in there for a minute. Um, no, but it's, uh, so we have, we, I mean, and that's fantastic, but the shower itself just had like the hot and cold handle and the only place where the water came out is one of those like, big rain things oh, sure. above you the big giant yeah, yeah. so but like that there are under parts of you right that yeah. need a little bit more direct water than just the gentle soothing rains of the forest yeah. you know yeah so i actually just <laughs> the handles were leaking and i just uh we we're gonna have to replace the stems and i was just like you know what let's break in the back wall let's put in and i bought like you know, like I'm, I know my bath stuff. My actually, my mm. my stepfather was a plumber, and a little bit like, like a all brass shower head. And I told the plumber, like, take the flow restrictor out. So, and, and, like, and, we, and now we have, and and I also had him put in like a a, a, sh- a hand sprayer. a shower bidet. Yes, a, ha- yeah. a hand sprayer on a bar. Mm-hmm. So now I am clean everywhere. Sure. And every Finally. day is a joyous pummeling of hot water. <laughs> that in hand our sprayer is oh. yeah. Every time I have moved into an apartment, the first thing I have done is, is put in replace a the shower head with yeah, a hand yeah. sprayer. That yeah, can, yeah. I live with overhead uh, shower heads, and it's like you're never more ashamed of yourself than when you have to watch your crotch yes. in overhead because yeah. you have to like you have to do downward dog in the shower. You have to cup run off and like bend <laughs> yeah. and just like. You know, it's, it's just like, sort of splash, splash, yeah. splash. Like a groat, like that's what those statues are where like the little cherubs are bent over. Yes, They're yeah. just washing their They're gooch. Washing their ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all that's happening there. Yeah. It's just that like you're by yourself yeah. and yet I'm, I feel shame. I'm yeah, the one yeah, who yeah. like is ashamed like I shouldn't be doing right. this. Well, I think, fellas, we have figured it out. <laughs> They're actually uh, a buddy of mine hipped me to a device because I saw it. Uh, at his house in the bathroom and I thought, what is that and where can I get one for me and one for every member of my family for is the holiday? Squatty potty? The squatty potty is yeah. a trip. Yeah. Uh, this is, we've actually talked about the squatty potty we on have, the show before. Right. No, this is a, uh, a Japanese bidet attachment for oh. a regular toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah. That you little, just sort of you clip can, on. Yeah. They, you can do that. Yeah, there, yeah. It's basically a toilet seat. Yeah. That you can, that you can get, but you, and it, and it actually just taps off the same water source to your yeah. toilet. I, you can see I know about You do things. know about yeah, that. Yeah. Now, you um, said you, you, your stepdad was a plumber. A plumber you know about yeah. these things. Do you do a lot of this? Like, you get a contractor to do it, or do you, do you like getting down under there and being like, you know what? Let me roll up my sleeves, grab the monkey wrench. I can handle it some depends. of this. It depends. It depends. Like, I, you know, like when we moved in, we didn't like the sink, so I cha- I ca- I changed the sink, and I changed the sink myself. But and I, you know, but like the putting in those new shower things, like I have the knowledge of how to do it, right. but it would be a mess, yeah, yeah, and I would make a mistake, sure. you know. So like I I have the knowledge, like I can 
because I have set them in the past, I've never done them in my own house, but like I can set a toilet, like mm-hmm. I can, you know, take out the old toilet and put in a new toilet mm-hmm. and I can install a garbage disposal. Like I've done that right, in our right. houses. If we've had, and I've done that a couple of times, like where a garbage disposal goes bad and you put it, in fact, that's, that was when I, that was when I realized I was starting to need glasses was I was under the kitchen sink putting in a new garbage disposal and I was, I, all my life, they said, when you're 40, you get great vision. And when you're 40, you'll start to need reading glasses. And I was under the sink trying to screw something together. And I just could not focus on, like, <laughs> hooking this tube up. And I was like, what? Is something in my eyes? What's happening? Why? And on my 40th birthday. <laughs> yeah, no I know. It was crazy. I was. It was like clockwork. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's what's in my eyes. The inexorable march of time. Yes, yeah. Ever forward. Yeah. A, a hint of death. Yeah. That's what's in my eyes. Yeah, I'm decomposing. The grave. You know? Uh, but, um, yeah, so I can do stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, and I can do sort of minor carpentry and stuff. But I don't do it very well. Like, I'm not practiced enough. So I'll do things if they don't have to be pretty, I can do them. Right. Um, or like I say, simple kind of, and I even like some electrical stuff, but electric, like plumbing's easy because it's just, it's water. Like right. water won't kill you, but electricity will kill you. Oh, yeah. yeah so- I've had to try to do some electrical things on my apartment. And, uh, shocked myself, fell off a ladder when I shocked my, like everything that you yeah, can imagine yeah, yeah. happening. Like goofy. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is how to electricity <laughs> is the, right, right, right. Yeah. With your hair all smoking yeah. <laughs> and sticking out. You know, I mean, like I can, you know, change a ceiling fixture, you know, like right. I can, that kind of thing. But sure. But, and usually I, I'm not doing it because it's such a big money saver. It's just the hassle saver. Right. It's like call someone, schedule it, you know, and it's like, I could, you know, I'll put this yeah. garbage disposal in. It'll take an hour, you and know, you or get, less. You get a little yeah. bit of the bragging rights you too. Do, well, you do get uh, people satisfaction. See it and you're like, I swear, I did that. Yeah, like there, like I don't know a lot about cars, but like one time I changed my own battery, and mm. holy shit, I felt like the king of the world. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, like, you knew. I just changed my own battery. You know. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's dive into some of these great inventions. We're talking about the greatest invention of the last 100 years. What does yes. that mean? What, yeah, what is because it? Because there are inventions that piggyback on other inventions. Yeah. So is the, or they're like, you know, later version. Right. Is the know? ENIAC going to beat the IBM personal computer because it was the predecessor right, or right. were there steps along the way? Yeah. Or are we talking about the end product that a user receives that is like, this is yes. the best, greatest version of a thing? Well, and it's also kind of like if you said the smartphone, I mean, the smartphone is just basically a personal computer in your hand. Right. Yes. So it is kind of like, would it be the personal computer? Uh, it's I'm saying the same thing. Right. You are. right. I'm just wasting time, basically. <laughs> that, that makes it. That was exactly what was in my mind was the yeah. smartphone because my first thought when we the best invention of the last hundred years is oh it's easily the smartphone. Yeah, yeah. You have a, a thousand person staff in your pocket. Yes. At yes. all times. Yeah, exactly. And and answer to virtually any question. You know, it put mm-hmm. like it put like the. Uh, behind the bar reference book business out of just totally out of business <laughs> yeah like who, yeah. who won the world series in 1943 well we've got this remember that in like oh yeah your oh tavern yeah always had like a couple of reference books for settling arguments our reference book was old man duffy 
And old man Duffy <laughs> sat at the end of the bar. Rest in peace, yeah, old yeah. man Duffy, who looked like Wimpy from uh, Popeye. <laughs> right, right. Right down to the bowler hat. Oh, really? Oh, wow. yeah. He was Where a was this? Duffy's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. At Duffy's Bar in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Wow. Old man Duffy. Wow. Yeah. That was... may have been the bar from the Johnny Cash song, uh, A Boy Named Sue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It may have been at old man Duffy's. Wow. Um, but th- that said, let's see if anything beats the smartphone. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's- well, see, my first thought was television. Right. Yeah, my that's first, what I thought. Yeah, that, yeah, my first thought was television. And I, you know, perhaps I'm biased because it's my business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really do feel like the just in terms of opening up the world, like truly mm-hmm. kind of like giving you a, a picture of what the world is like. Um, I think that the television probably did it more than anything else. But even like the television is sort of an, uh, you know, just an extension of motion pictures, you know, like in, yes. in a way, because you, you know, like in the way that motion pictures, even, you know, like the early ones, you think about like early documentaries, mm-hmm. you know, like Man of Aaron or something like that. Nobody knew what the world was like if they hadn't been there mm-hmm. other than like, etchings and descriptions right but or you know if you lived in kansas you didn't know what a dine or what a uh, an elephant really looked like and then you could go and see an elephant on film you know right. um you know or photograph but you know what i mean it's just like that it opens your eyes to what the rest of the world looked like and what people from the rest of the world look like and i think then you know that television just did that kind of in a in a different way. Well, the thing that television, a a more personal, immediate. Yeah. That's the thing is it brought it into your home. It brought all of these things and frequently live. Yes. Um, because, and again, this goes back to the thing we were talking about before of how far back do you go with an invention? Because, you know, if it's just the idea of an image of what an elephant looks like, then it, you know, we could, in theory, go back to drawings of elephants. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Well, not only is it bringing it into your home, but it's in everybody's home. It creates right. what television did in a way that, that films that films started was created a shared visual language. Yeah. Not just a drawing, but it sort of codified this is what things look like. You the basic premises that had, had gone through uh, theater going all the way back to the yeah, ancient yeah. Greeks all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Everybody could identify them the same in a country and then around the world and that's what the you know inventions do one of two things they either solve a problem or they figure out a way to bring people closer together and that yeah. feels like that's the way inventions go now as a general trend right as bringing people together yeah because we're a global whether everybody likes it or not we're a global community right the internet brings us together yeah, films yeah. bring us together television brings us together so it would make sense that one of those inventions would one of the best invention would fall into that group, or it could be potato gloves because those things are incredible. <laughs> Have you seen potato gloves? No, I don't even know what that potato. is. Potato <laughs> gloves are uh, rubber gloves that you put on your hand. By the way, have... when we were uh, when we were had this yeah. episode in mind, the first thing Hal texted me was like, "Let's do uh, let's do best invention." Oh, it's potato gloves. Yeah, <laughs> and I did not bother looking it up for this very moment. Listen, right. If you like magic, have I got a trick for you? <laughs> they're rubber. They're like rubber gloves you'd use to like wash dishes. Right. But they have little, like, uh, nubs all over them, like hardened nubs. Mm-hmm. You take a potato, and as you're washing it, you rub it in your hands, and then the I'll peel be just comes all off. Magically. 
Magically. Wow. In theory, in a commercial it does, when you actually have them, you get a half-peeled potato and you're real frustrated because you feel <laughs> Wait, like it's you your fault. did you buy them off of television? They were a gift when Jennifer and I got married. That somebody well, got us potato <laughs> gloves. To that family member who's listening right yeah. now. Who got you the potato gloves? You're a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> or just really cheap. Yeah. I mean, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Was that on your registry? Here's some, here's yeah, some nice round gloves. I scanned four pairs of potato yeah. gloves. We'd like these dishes and potato gloves. <laughs> Pocket fisherman. And, yeah. And a crock pot. <laughs> My wife has to have Mr. Microphone. Or... It's just it's an all Ron Popeil it's, wedding yeah, registry. all as yeah. seen on TV yeah. things. Those Set are the it, worst. Man. Forget it. Is anything that is as seen on TV even close? to being a great invention not as great as the invention that is in the title as seen on tv we've been talking a lot about to, even in talking about every other other thing thing television keeps coming up yeah, yeah. yeah. um i think well i think honestly and I've, I've even tweeted about this uh flex seal and flex glue and i yeah. use flex seal it's amazing it that's the stuff the dude where where he inside pop. the pool he and slaps the thing on the yeah that's the one that blows my mind is the flex glue a little corner piece piece of corner tile is missing out of a jacuzzi he puts his glue on it and then glues it underwater and yeah. it supposedly stays there and will dry and harden never having left the water you've yeah. tried this stuff i haven't i just but i mean i feel like I have used the flex seal and the flex seal works. Yeah. So I just kind of feel like I now trust the flex operations. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Cause, so I feel like, cause it's also the one where they take a fan boat and they, mm-hmm. it's got a screen bottom and they spray it with the flex seal and they go. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, and I just, I don't know, like that one, I'm like, okay, I believe yeah. it. Cause I just feel like, it's such a ballsy lie. Yeah. If you were to lie about that, like, y- yeah. y- you would be found out in a minute. Yeah. You know, you want underwater duct tape? Yeah. This yeah. Better work. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, if this doesn't work, then it is. N- oh, right. You're, right. Right. You're, you're in big trouble. Yeah. Your corporation is done. But I mean, <laughs> it's uh, like that one is kind of. I think that one's pretty amazing. You yeah. know. Um. But I mean, I don't. I. In terms of, there's got to have been some other ones that, you know, well, like the George Foreman grill. Yeah. They sold a lot of those. And they for were, what yeah. it is, I guess it's pretty handy. If, I, you know, I you're love a, a shut in, you know, I mean, yeah. a, a friend <laughs> of mine in with a, it's, who lives in a trailer. Listen, it's just me and my bathtub full of cat skeletons. <laughs> I need a good dinner fast. The chicken right. stays moist. Right, right. That's the, that's the thing about it. Should I tell you guys how much I like the Foreman grill sure, there? Yes. Or, all right. Please. Well, yeah. me and my cat skeletons. Uh, <laughs> I do have a friend who is a chef who one time he got to a place he was doing a catering job and he said uh where's the kitchen and they were like oh there's no kitchen he's like i'm catering this event i need a kitchen and like, yeah we don't have one so he they gave him a walk-in closet and he went out and he bought a power strip and four george foreman grills wow and he cooked a meal for a party I guess they assumed he would show up with hot food in trays all ready to go. Oh, right? wow. And That's he... a very serious miscommunication. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know. Yeah. What, what are we having? Chicken. But those are raw. Yeah, yeah. Chicken yeah. tartare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, and also an ambulance. Yeah. That's what we're having for dessert. Yeah, that's the sh- that's the complimentary shuttle at the end of the yeah. party. So, do you have one? I do. I use it all the time. You do? I love the Foreman Grill. Yeah, yeah. Because I like the uh, it. It used to be called the George Foreman Lean Mean Fat Reducing Grilling sure, Machine. Of course. Yeah. And so I liked the fat reducing part, right? Because then you know it drains all the grease off, and it and a hamburger's good for you, right? Right. So <laughs> I was I was very happy to have this thing that made oh. hamburgers good for you, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so sweet and dumb. You can also like, you know. Cook it on a grill. Or <laughs> put, it, put it on a paper towel yeah, when yeah, you're done. Towel it off. It doesn't, you know, it's not, I don't think that that's really the great big benefit of it. It's but, not you know, cutting that many steps right, out of your life. Yeah. They do make a Foreman grill that is giant and is the size of and looks like an outdoor barbecue. Really? That just plugs into the wall. At that point, just go outside I and know, barbecue. I know. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah. Or I don't know, maybe it's like, maybe, I guess, for cookouts or something, I don't know. I don't know. Or tailgating, if you yeah. gotta just have it in your or you know, like a baby pig. Like, <laughs> you just find yeah, one by yeah, the yeah. side of the road if you want to just do. Yeah, yeah, well, okay. stray baby pig. Uh, yeah, yeah, a pressed baby pig. <laughs> oh, pressed. We left the skin on so you yeah. can confront it oh, while you eat. Whole chickens pressed. <laughs> Would you like to try my pork all panini? <laughs> uh, when I was in college. I saw an ad. It was like an infomercial for some mop mm-hmm. that it was not called the P90X. I know that's a workout system, but it was something right. similar to that. It was like an orange spongy squeegee yeah. and you would lift a handle to, uh, to squeeze out the water. And it was yeah, like yeah. super absorbent On rollers or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got that thinking like, this is going to change my life. Mm-hmm. I did not go out much in college. Yeah. And. Not only did it not work, I'm pretty sure it made everything dirtier. Like immediately, it the, just smeared it all over. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. college mess, so it's a lot of different hairs from all the roommates Ugh, on the, yeah. on the kitchen floor. Yeah, it was too many, too much reality. Uh, it was, te- it was like the worst. That is the worst invention of yeah, the last yeah. 100 years. That's why you sure. got to get the Swiffer, man. The Swiffer's a pretty great invention, unless it's wet. Even that, like at a certain point, um, I'll you either you. are you have to be clean to start yeah, with. The squirty for the one, I, yeah, the the wet yeah, jet. Yeah. Oh yeah. We it's great. Bought, we, it makes I, mopping super, super easy. My, we have one just because my children, uh, you know, wanted it and begged for it and <laughs> got it. And they, now, any commercial, any well, product. Just like they're into the notion. And well, and this is when they were little or two. We still have it. It's still sitting in the corner of our garage. Mm-hmm. But, uh, with like a big, jug of spray shit loaded into it you know it's got it, like you turn it upside <laughs> yeah. down like oh, a yeah. like a water cooler bottle and it's you know got like two squirts out of it because i'm sure my daughter did it like twice and was like oh yeah right this is cleaning up yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is work this isn't fun this isn't fun like yeah. i thought it was when they're little they are fascinated with manual menial labor yeah and then they get older and they're like yeah. they wise up like, and they re- realize that it's whitewashing the fence yes yeah. yes exactly yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you mentioned before the Flex Corporation. Yes. I have uh, one of these corporations from television that I'm like, that is my favorite company because they only do one thing. Every company, there's a, they have a million things going. Yeah, they yeah. got their fingers in a million pies. Mm-hmm. Um, Dyson. Oh, yeah. Dyson does one thing, and it's move air around in futuristic ways. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's all they do, yep. whether it's fans or vacuum, whether it's yep. aiming air out hair or dryers. sucking air My in. wife has one of their hair dryers, which is like uh, – uh, it's expensive, but 
It's awesome. The entire house of skull. It's so strong, <laughs> and it just and it's just it's an empty tube. Yeah, it's, I don't know how it works. That's the thing. That company is just all future stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that British dude looks like an evil genius. Yeah, he's yeah. the kind of guy who, as soon as the commercial cuts, he's got a long like lab on. He's like, yeah, we'll kill them with air. Uh-huh. They'll all learn soon. Yeah. Well, we used to have. I mean, we have like a little sort of like. Well, no, we have a couple actually. A little of the little quickie vacuums, mm-hmm. but our main vacuum is like a bigger, regular kind of canister vacuum. But when we lived in New York, in fact, I think I, I think I got it in an Emmy. I hosted the uh, technical Emmys mm-hmm. on on uh, stage, not in the back. Uh, yeah, on the, stage. The, yeah, I was the York. host of them on yes. um, Sunday. September 9th oh. of 2001. Because wow. I don't know if you remember, but mm-hmm. it, when 9-11 happened, the Emmys were supposed to be that weekend, and they That's I think right. they I pushed them back a couple mm-hmm. weeks. But I think I, I got an upright Dyson vacuum cleaner. That was when the swag was still... Like they didn't charge you taxes for it, yeah. and I, I it just it was outrageous. It was outrageous. I got like like I got a a gift card from Bergdorf Goodman for uh twenty five hundred dollars. Wow! In a gift bag? In a in the gift bag for hosting the it was like the among presenters other and things. the host. Yeah, among other right. things. Wow! Among yeah. like a vacuum cleaner. A and Dyson then, upright vacuum cleaner, which at the time was like seven hundred bucks. I was just like, "Oh man, I you host know. these every year." Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty great. But we had a Dyson upright for a long time in New York, and it was fantastic too. It, you know, it worked great, easy to clean. Like, there's no bag shit, you know, to worry yeah. about. Yeah. The only thing wrong with the Dyson company is that supervillain that runs them. <laughs> you know, Listen, <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> Whatever. Look, it yeah. benefits us. Right. If I have to, if I have to knuckle under to an overlord, <laughs> at least it'll be dust free. That's right. If you're, if you're lying on the ground kneeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Prostrate. I'll lick your boots if yeah. they're clean. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. These were recently vacuumed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, what. Let's, we're going to dig into the list to yeah. see you pulling it out. Before we do that, let's take a brief break to talk about Max Fun Drive. Sounds great. All right. All right, this is the time of year. This is a very special time of year, my favorite time of year. Yeah, your favorite time of year? Yes. This is when I decorate my house for Max Fun Drive. Yeah. I hang up my Max Fun lights. Yeah. I hang up my Max Fun tree and my Max Fun wreath. Yeah. I bake Max Fun cookies. Oh. I watch all of those great Max Fun specials on the Hallmark Channel. Sure. I yeah. like to put on my Max Fun sweater mm-hmm. and then go out and sing Max Fun carols. Oh, yeah. Door. And this is what I sing. It is the Max Fun Drive. It's time for you to get involved with Max Fun and become a member. Here's what that means. It's a beautiful song. You probably got like lulled in by my singing there. I did. Yes. Uh, if you're, if you're new to Maximum Fun and, and if you're new to just this show and, and you're wondering what Max Fun is, that's a network we're on and it's listeners supported. Uh, everything that happens at the network, uh, is because of listeners like you who have pledged their support, who have made contributions on a regular, monthly, reoccurring basis. So once a year, uh, we give an opportunity 
for people to come on board and become members of Max Fun. That's right. Everyone that that joins up with us is part of the team. It's part you're part of the family. Um I think Jesse does a great thing with the Max Fun drive. Uh I've always been a big NPR fan yeah. and uh you know that that is fans of NPR know that that is music or uh, and and talk it's uh radio of the people. Yep. And this is uh this is built on that same model. The people support it. It's listener funded. It's listener supported. And uh, that's what we're here to do is to ask for your support to help us out to keep our show. We got this with Mark and Hal rolling on the Max Fun train. We're having a great time doing it. We're actually entering our fourth year on wow. the Maximum Fun Network, um, which is great. We we started in March of 2015. And um, did we do the Max Fun Drive the very first? We didn't. We missed it. Our first was in 2016. This is number three. This is number three of our Max Fun Drives. And, and I, I want to take a second to talk to you about the people who are already members who have some of their monthly contribution go towards us, what that money has allowed us to do. Uh, it allows us to get equipment, new recording equipment that lets us travel easily uh, because we also go and do live shows. And the money that comes in from contributions allows us to do that as well. The software that I use to edit the show every week, that's paid for by contributions from Max Fun Drive. If you listen to one of our early episodes, specifically where we talk about uh, the best Disneyland rides, yes. you might have noticed that since then, our gear has gotten a lot better and it's a lot easier on your ears to yeah. listen to these things. Um, so that is thanks to you. And Thanks to your support, we get a chance to travel, we, we get to shoot some fun videos, uh, and we get to put food on our plates. So, yeah, I shouldn't, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't important. say that. No, you know what? I, people don't know that you're, uh, this is I, our job. Yeah. I think people know that you eat. Yeah. At least twice a day. Maybe three times a day. Well, look. Maybe more. Depends on how many contributions we get. <laughs> That's great. Uh, here's the reason why you should become a member. Uh, as we just said, your contributions support our show directly, and we'll tell you how to do that at the end of this break. Uh, but you're going to feel great every time you listen. It gives you sort of a sense of ownership and membership in the shows to which you listen. And this year, the network has an overall goal of 25,000 new and upgrading members. So that includes people who are already members, but maybe you're doing better at your job uh, or you came into some money. Maybe you just are really good at digging in between the cushions of people's couches. Yeah. You have more money to well, spend. People's couches. You don't mean just like your own couch at home. Like you're going to other people's houses and digging through their sofas. Are you telling me you've never dug through somebody's sofa cushions before? No. I don't know what kind of no, cheese it. I'm going to find in there. That's the fun. Gross, man. All right, fine. Forget the Cheez-Its part. Uh, but there are also great pledge gifts. We're going to tell you about those in the second break. Mm -hmm. uh, but here's what we want you to do. This is what this is all about. We want you to support our show by becoming a Maximum Fun monthly member. And you can contribute at a wide range of, of levels. You can start at $5 a month to $200 a month or more. A any amount you can give. In between there is great and it's greatly appreciated. Uh, there are gifts at some of the other levels and we're going to lay those out for you the next break. Like I said, um, the people who are already members, who are already benefiting our show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, and remember, if you upgrade your membership this year, you're going to get the same gifts as new members who are coming in. So here's how you do it. We're going to get down to it right now. 
All right. Go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Select the membership level that you want. Again, we want new members. We want people involved in the family. If you can give $5 a month, great. If you can give $200 a month, great. We just want to have you as part of the family. You uh, hop onto that website, MaximumFun.org slash donate. You'll provide your credit card info, some basic information, including that you are a listener of We Got This with Morgan Hal. Yes. And uh, boom, you're a member. That's it. Easy as pie. Uh, your member contribution will process automatically every month. And uh, you don't have to do anything else until you uh, decide to cancel, which we, which I hope you don't. Yeah. Or if you need to switch out the card, the staff at MaxFun is very helpful. But I just want to restress something that Mark said. The part where you select the shows you listen to, that's how Maximum Fun knows where your donation needs to be routed. And how they know who you're listening to on the network. Exactly. So now is the time to do it. We've told you about it. Pause. We'll be here. Andy will be here. Mm-hmm. And go set it up now. It only takes like two minutes max. And then come on back and we'll give you the rest of this episode of We Got This. But do it while it's fresh in your mind while you're thinking about it. Don't save it for later because that's the easiest way to forget. Unless you're driving. If you're driving, pull over to the side pull of the Pull over. Yeah. And do it. Pull over at, say, a Taco Bell. Yes. Or a Del Taco. Sure. Or if you're in the Pacific Northwest, a Taco Time. Why do you, you're very obsessed with people stopping at taco places specifically. Well, I'm really excited about doing a taco episode. Okay. Fair enough. Have your taco. And Max, eat it too. <laughs> Max, Max Fun, Fun Drive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, what do we got on the list? All right, so I've got this list uh, put together by our wonderful researcher, Kate McManus, in yes. front of me. Um, and really, at this point, it feels like what's going to beat our front runners that we've already been talking about, <laughs> sure. which is uh, the television, uh, the smartphone, and Flex Seal and the Squatty Potty. Right. Uh, is, that the, is that the full list so far? <laughs> yeah. I think so, yeah. <laughs> flex seal and flex glue. And fle- uh, that's right, flex glue. All the whole, of the flex. The things. flex family. Um, I'm so- looking. Yeah, I'm looking at the list here. There's some pretty good ones, like Prozac. You know, just uh, antidepressants in general. I think mm-hmm. are a pretty fantastic invention. You Absolutely. Know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, agree I'm, with that. you know, there's people. Why? Well, you know, I I've been on antidepressant medication for a million years and. There's still people who will, when I talk about it, will be like, well, do you think you're going to be on them forever? Which is like, if, well, <laughs> if I was diabetic, would you say yeah. like, are you still going <laughs> to oh rely on those insulin shots <laughs> yeah. your whole life? Like, yeah. 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 Like what? You know, so I mean, I'm, I think there, there have been a lifesaver in my life. There's a lot of medical uh, things on here. The pill being one of the that's a, uh, that you know that's a huge super huge one for yeah. women. Yeah, yeah. And you know when every time it's not just the fact, like, and it's one it's something that that needs to be reiterated over and over and over. You know, issues of birth control for women. It's not just like oh, I'm not going to have a baby. It's like it's complete economic you know like mm-hmm. like it, the birth control is economic freedom to women yeah it, lack of birth control is is uh ethno- economic prison you know that they mm-hmm. can get trapped into yeah um so yeah that's huge especially for women 
Um, yeah, there's and there's a lot of things on here that have, aren't necessarily Power medicine. steering. That I don't think it should be like. Really, who would ever say <laughs> power steering? You know, <laughs> like oh, listen. Well, there's the television. Yeah, yeah. There's the polio pill. vaccine. <laughs> I I can steer one handed now. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Who needs a pacemaker from 1960 <laughs> yeah, when in 1968 yeah. post-it notes were invented? <laughs> Yeah, post it. No, she must yeah. have just put that in. When, you know, it's sure. just she's, a got, list. she's got to pad the list yeah. out. There is. We the- don't need to. We don't need to figure out the genetic code when there are waffle sold running shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even see that. Oh one. yeah, that's huge. Waffle sold running shoes. Wow. There are. Some, I mean, look. There are. There are some here that that are uh, fun and frivolous. But fun and frivolous is part of life, right? Sure. Where do that's you sure. fall on post it notes? Because I don't like them. I like. The, I get the idea that they're great. You can stick reminders anywhere. But really what happens is you stick it up, forget about it, and then it slowly curls up and falls on the floor. I think that I think the where they really are a life-changing thing is for people that work in a document-heavy industry, like mm-hmm. lawyers or people that work sure. – you know, in escrow, selling houses and real estate and any yeah. kind of big, long contract. I think that that's like before, I don't know what you'd have, you know, you'd have to write in the margin or something and then you have to reprint the whole thing. Whereas now it's, you know, they can make all those adjustments and I sure. would not know where to sign anything <laughs> if it weren't for. Do you, do you count those teeny little arrows as post-its? Are we counting? Yeah, of course they are. Oh, okay. then that's the winner. Yeah, yeah, oh, there you go. Post- <laughs> that's yeah, that's the it. Winner. We found teeny that. Teeny little arrows. Thank goodness. That means I, I don't have to read a contract. Yeah. I was thinking it was the notes like, get milk, and then that disappears. No, no, no. 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 It's yeah. just the little one that says initial here. Yeah, yeah. Initial here. Yeah, because otherwise I'd be, I'd be, oh. like, and that's cool. I don't know, because people, people don't know I mean, and it's, believe me, we have a great life being performers, but, Mm -hmm. you know, if you go do a short voiceover job, you got to sign 18 pieces of paper to make, you know, a couple of hundred bucks. Oh, yeah. I went to, I went to an escape room last night. Uh, and when you go into an escape room, you have, there's 50 different things that you've got to sign off on before you're allowed to Uh, go inside. That's not. You know, how much you, you gotta to sign? How much? Yeah. That's not fun. What are you? Yeah. What are you yeah. signing? Like, oh, that uh, if you, you die, if you die. You, yeah, if you have a heart attack. The, or, yeah, yeah. I've been in one escape room and it didn't seem like anything that required any kind. of – Like, if you're, yeah. if, a, if solve, an, solve this Rubik's cube on this table, but sign this waiver first <laughs> in case you get, you know, yeah, in case, yeah. in case you and your partner freak out and you end up murdering them. <laughs> Well, you know, this escape room right, really right. took a turn. Yes. I have to turn to cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> Thirty-minute time limit. Um, let's jump from the ultimate in analog with the post-it note to the ultimate in digital and talk about the internet. Yes. As an and now I realize that that is is that is that one invention. I know that it was it uh, was born out of a rap net, which was a military mm-hmm. contract. Um, the, but the first email was born out of, out of the company mm-hmm. that built a rap net and that became the basis of the internet that we know yeah, today. Right. So yes. I think absolutely. The, I mean, it, the internet can be ca- counted as one thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and it's, uh, you know, uh, 
you, every time you mention something like, you know, like television, yeah, television, you know, within its time. And then, you know, television has been around long enough that we, you can take it for granted a little bit more mm-hmm. now. But the internet is going to be like, that's a big life changer that's going to, yeah. you know, hundreds of years from now. The fact that we have the access to all this information and all this data is, is gonna, I mean, our lives will be completely impacted by it every second, you mm-hmm. know, I'm sure, you know? Yeah, I agree with that. And we've, yeah. we've gone from, I mean, we're still, it's all still so young. We're yeah, in an internet right. of, of people who are all connecting to each other, but the internet of things exists now. Mark goes home and he says, Hey, Google, turn on my lights. And then. Yeah. And yeah, your yeah. lights turn on. So we're we're building a home yeah. that accesses the internet so you have information yeah. and control of things. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. we're you know, and we're all still who knows what stays what goes, right. but this is a huge technological. And we're leap forward. we're getting that sort of home of the future stuff that like was in Disney cartoons. Yes. In the 50s. Oh, I loved that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like but they couldn't conceive of the fact that, oh, and you're also connected in this way to Every book in the world and, you know, contacting other people, mm-hmm. uh, in any way. I mean, and I'm, you know, I, I really do wonder like what the, like what's a smartphone going to be? I actually just, I, I was at the, uh, here on the lot, there's a Starbucks in the kind of gift shop thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I got a coffee there this morning and as I was leaving, the line had gotten long. And it was, it was kind of funny looking where it was just, there's 12 people in line and they're all just looking at phones. Mm-hmm. Like yep. it looked like they were in formation of some kind. Right. <laughs> and, and I did, I, I do think like, what is the, cause it's, you know, there was a palm pilot or either it was flip phones and there was palm pilot. And now it's this box in your hand and it gets smaller and smaller. Like what's it going to be in, 30 years like is it gonna be like a chip that we have put in our eye that we can Mm -hmm. like see it holographically in front of our eye you know yeah i don't know if you can i mean there are certain things that you can't beat yeah yeah it's tough to beat a little thing the size of a deck of cards that tells you everything in the world right and are you mentioned this line with the at the coffee shop is it are we I guess, of course, we're gaining more than we're losing. But yes, how much I are we so. losing in doing this? You're not, you know, listen, those people standing in line would have been standing in line. Right. That's like an instance where now they're reading, they're contacting, they're in conversation with other people. Right. You know, the notion that there's such a curmudgeonly anti-internet, right. anti-technology kind of thing. And people are like, you know, and especially people who are limit their kids – I mean, you have to limit your kid's screen time right? because the, it is like if you let your kid be on a screen too long, whether it's an iPad or their phone or even the television, mm-hmm. you break them off. It's like taking a bong away from a stoner. They're <laughs> cranking. You know, you have to – you do have to limit it because uh, there is moderation involved. But like when people – like my kids know so much because of the internet. My son – know so much about he's interested in like he's interested in a lot of asian culture and a lot of asian food he's really big into food mm-hmm. he, he'll come out and like wing some kind of cold thai soup that, that he, he just, just found on the internet they just found on the internet yeah. and, he, and you know and he just kind of like remembers sort of what the ingredients are and comes out and it's fantastic and it's like 
that's not a kid being isolated. That's a kid being like expanded yeah. in a way that's that engaging he never would have been expanded before, you know? Absolutely. Um, so I think the people wait like, yeah, you know, your kids might be more cranky and they might be sort of like, you know, they might, it might affect a little bit of your interactions, but it, it's ultimately you're using this thing to contact other human beings. Right. It's sure. It might be a little weird. Like there might be people that like, you know, interpersonal uh, conversations, you know, take, a, you know, make a kid take a train trip with another kid for two hours. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm sure that they'll be in without a phone. They'll be jonesing for it, but they'll figure out how to talk to each other. Yeah. It's not like they'll be like, I don't know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sure. How does mouth work? <laughs> um, so I, you know, I think it's all a lot of, and I think of it in my life, you know, people shit on Twitter a lot, but I'm 51 years old. I have two kids. I don't, I don't get out, you know, I work, I go home, but, and I don't, like, I don't go hang out backstage at UCB, you know, right, especially yeah. because everyone seems 14 years old there. And I feel like <laughs> such an old man. I am in a conversation on Twitter mm-hmm. with friends, both known IRL and unknown IRL. Yeah. Like I had, like I have people that I talk to and I know about their lives and, mm-hmm. and, and I met them on Twitter and I'm, and the reason that I met them and that I that we started a and I really do believe it's a relationship mm-hmm. of a sort. It's sure. not exactly the same as a as a personal relationship. I mean, it's a personal, re- but uh, the IRL a physical, yeah, yeah, a physical relationship, yeah. yeah, is because this there's this format and that in which you get little sharp sharp concentrated doses of a person's ethos and intelligence and brain and mm-hmm. point of view and they you know and you get to know them and you're like oh that's funny and that's funny in a way that i relate to that person is one of my people right you yep. know and so yeah i'll follow you twitter and is wonderful over time, for that i think it's fantastic you know mm-hmm. i mean yeah there's there's a lot of assholes but i mean there's That's, a lot of jerks on the bus too yeah. it's like you know <laughs> you don't have to talk to them it's, yeah it's everywhere yeah. and it, you know we I was talking before, it's a global community now. The idea, and, and now in 2018, we're finally past where we were 10 years ago. The yeah. idea of like friends on the internet, those aren't real friends. Of course they are. Of course yeah. they the, the are. The reason why you were sure. only friends with people who live near you is because that's, those are the only people you knew. Absolutely. Now, and like you said, you can connect with people you can be Sarah and I have, we also have friends who have transitioned from being virtual friends to being like really important actual friends yeah you know uh you know it's a of course mostly it's people that live here Mm -hmm. you know and but we even have you know there's friends we have in new york and we'll meet you know we'll go to new york and yeah let's meet and have a drink or i have a lot of friends i mean doing this show and having access to tickets to this show i met a lot of people that i'm friends with on on Twitter, because I'll say, you know, come hang out at the Conan show and, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and come see this. Um, so, yeah, the, the, I think I think like the Internet. It, sh- you know, 
I, that's what, you know, that's why I like, I like Black Mirror just fine, but sometimes I just feel like, oh, calm down, Mary. Jeez. It's, you know, good Lord. It's not all horrible. It's, a lot of it's pretty good. You yeah. Know? There's good stuff in the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, people, you know, when people don't understand stuff, they just want to, like, here's everything that's terrible about it. And yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's not perfect, but like we said, it's, we're starting out, we're still figuring out. Right. How to use it. It's only right. now in the last 10 years become yeah. an everyday – like everybody has Facebook. Most people have smartphones. Yes. Everybody emails. Like those things are right. becoming commonplace and we have to figure out the rules of engagement and it's, what's the social contract, you know, all that stuff. I think it's just there's a continuous generational, generational curmudgeonliness because mm-hmm. I'm sure there were old farts. Who, when people started riding around in cars, were like, "It's gonna ruin the fabric of society." Yeah, you're getting places too fast, right? You know? <laughs> and it's like, no, it didn't. It yeah. didn't. We'll always be this. I mean, even you know, when we're flying around in our own pods, we're we're still going to be people. We're still going to relate to each other in about the same kind of way. Yeah, we have to. It's something that we crave intrinsically. Yes. Is yeah, that's, some connection. We're still going to be the same kind of ape. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's yep. like, it's regardless of what tree we're swinging from, we're, we're going to be the same. <laughs> we'll still be apes. apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's something fun about the entertainment industry and the internet as well, because it feels like I remember, like just in how fast everything's going. Uh, I remember the first time we were I, we were working at uh, Lampoon doing a show, and we went to some big trade show for the internet. We were covering it as like correspondence, right? And uh, and there was it was the first time that I saw. Uh, live video or or streaming video on the internet. Yeah, yeah. And this was in like 08, 09, and it was like, wow. this, wait, video can go live right through the internet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they'll ever be able to figure this out. Right, right. And then, so it's fun to see like what radio was in the early days yeah. and then what television was with you know, uh, with their early sponsors and early television shows and sort of every medium as like a huge new medium breaks, there's that wild west period of everyone figuring out how to do it. Yeah. And yeah. one of the first steps seems to always be one big corporation will create a show and use it as advertising. Yeah. It was Lux Soap with television. Oh, yeah. All the yeah way up how do to, we make money off yeah, this? Sure. Is that you got to figure that out before it's ever going to spread right. because people don't just – well, I mean – I think generally people don't, and I think we're still pretty much like, I mean, capitalism runs the globe, right? Even, you know, in Denmark or wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it is like, look, if we, nobody's going to say, uh, this, I mean, aside from maybe like a vaccine or something, but it's like, if there's some new great thing, it's not just like, this will enrich people's lives. Let's spread it around. It's like, you know, I'm not going to spread this around unless I can get rich off it. Right. You right. know, this transformative technology, I got to get rich off it or have sex from it. Like it's always, <laughs> like it's always, like when, like I was amazed when the apps came out that were sort of like that when there was, you know, well, first of all, apps, mm-hmm. we just take it for granted now. Sure. And then, you know, but like it's within like not too long ago. Right. Where it's like we like oh it's an app it's like its own little thing and it does this and uh 
But when there was, there were apps where it's sort of, you can connect with people, you know, around you where your phone and someone else's phone can kind of be like a data walkie talkie where you can talk to each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the first, like one of the first ones, grinder. Tinder. Like, it's like, of okay, course. listen, that's great, but how am I going to get laid off of it? Yeah. You know, I got to, or, you know, or for that matter, you know, it's always hilarious to me. And it's still, I probably the case. I went there, I did a remote from there a million years ago on the old late night show, but like consumer electronics show. Mm -hmm. The bulk of it is porn. Like it's, yes. it's like really, really, like truly the, like on the convention I, floor. It's in a separate, th- it wasn't right. a separate oh. thing. Like when I was there, there was the convention is in one little room. Yes. And then there's the annex, which is the no, actual convention there's, center. There's, there's the floor. legit, the quote unquote legit stuff mm-hmm. is yeah. in one room and all the new technology. And at, at this time it was in the Aladdin. It was in like the back of the, which is uh. really shabby, but you know, it was, it was. As big, if not bigger, just shabby. You know, it was like in a yeah, yeah. crappier and, you know, dirtier <laughs> kind of place. And, uh, and it's the same thing with like, you know, people who are anti-porn. It's like these, with these, you know, digital, da- you know, like downloaded television, pay-per-view television. Mm-hmm. Right. Far and away, far and away, the majority of it is porn. It's just, it's porn. You're like, all of the great technology in the last hundred years has either come from the space race or porn. Or, well, yeah, or the <laughs> desire to jerk it, you know? Yeah. CES would be like the main area would be like, we've got a curved plasma television and then you go like the back of the island. They're like, this hoverboard will give you a hand job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We figured out a way. It's like a stark expo right, of yeah, sex right. where they're like yeah, yeah, miles yeah. ahead. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you see the curved television in one room and the curved television with a hole in it. In yeah. the next <laughs> Me and Mary Hartman are having a great time. I love it. Mary Hartman. Uh, but that's why you say her name twice. <laughs> let me let me posit this to you guys. Uh, we it sounds like we have a couple of things. We've 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 gone over some amazing, ridiculous things. We've gone over a few great medical things that have really shaped the world. But it seems like the two things that we have landed on as really shaping the globe and the best inventions of the last hundred years would be television and the internet. Yeah. What do you okay. say we take one more quick break uh, to talk about Maximum Fun, and then we'll come back and we'll decide between those two which one is the ultimate winner. Sound good? Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? Great. I mean, we're here, right? <laughs> we'll be right back. Right, we're back. Yes, we're well. If if you're listening, we haven't really gone anywhere. No, we're recording this not at Andy's office no, right this now. Is though asynchronous to that. No, we're, this is no, this is not synchronous to that. Fair enough. Good point. Uh, we want to talk to you <laughs> about Max Fun Drive. If you didn't hear the first break, this is the time of year where we ask you to become a member of the Maximum Fun community by setting up a monthly recurring contribution. This network is entirely listener supported. The money that comes into our show from our existing members who we thank so, so much pays for equipment, pays for hosting. Uh, when we travel to do live shows, 
that's what these contributions allow us to do. So if you're brand new to the show or brand new to the network, this is your chance to jump in and get involved. Yeah, when listening to podcasts on the Maximum Fun Network, you might notice that we don't take big, long commercial breaks uh, where we are telling you all about assorted products uh, like the head blade. But um, what is the head blade? Oh, it's like a little it's a pad that goes on your hand and shaves your head. But we're not talking about it. That I'm very interested in this product <laughs> only because I just saw Red Sparrow in the last couple of weeks, which I'm embarrassed to admit. Oh, does uh, does she shave her head in that? Mm, something like that. You'll Uh-oh. see. Does she get scalped? Mm, you'll see. Oh, I don't man. Ruin it. You know what? I probably won't. Yeah, these. Are- I'm just going to go see Black Panther again. <laughs> That's what I, I had that thought sitting in the movie. I was like, let's just go watch Black Panther again. But because you know what Black Panther would do? What would Black Panther do? Black Panther would support the show. The That's right. And set up that because, you know, he could do it as, at as little as as five dollars per month or – uh, because they're, Wakanda is very rich yeah. and, and resource As we just rich. found out, Wakanda has a lot of money. Yeah. What would Black Panther get if he joined, uh, Max Fun? And specifically, we got this at the $5 a month level. Uh, well, he would get access to exclusive bonus content from every single show on the Max Fun network. Every show has put together a special episode and Black Panther would get to hear all those, including ours. Every show? Every single show. Wow. Yeah, all of them. What is We Got This offering as our bonus content show? If you want to know what it would be like if we conducted a clean slate live in a room full of children. Guess what? We did it. <laughs> and guess what? It went off the rails pretty quickly. Immediately off of the Thomas the Tank Engine rails. It <laughs> fell. was gone. But those kids were in charge and they schooled us. Yes. Thank goodness. Um. So – let me ask another hypothetical question. Go ahead. Let's say I'm the king of Wakanda. Yes. Also known as the Black Panther. Yes, Black Panther. Yes. Um, if I joined Max Fun at the $10 a month level and was a contributing member for We Got This with Mark and Hal, what would I receive? I'm glad you asked. Not only do you get what's at the $5 level. Here's the great thing. As we go through these, you're going to get everything that came before. Mm-hmm. So Black Panther's rocking that bonus content. It's going right into his cat ears. Mm-hmm. So you can hear it. Does he have special earbuds inside that head? He's got to. We'll ask Tommy Hackey. He built the the. the oh, that's stems. right. We'll ask him. Uh, and then at ten dollars, he would get a drive exclusive enamel pin designed by Megan Lynn Cott. There are brand new designs because we did pins last year as well. Mm-hmm. And Black Panther, we, you know, we didn't know about Wakanda then, so now he's a member. He can yeah. get this year's pins. Uh, our pin, I love. It's a blue ribbon like you get at a county yeah. fair, and it says "World Class Decision Maker." And you know what? If you're the king. Of a super technologically advanced country, mm-hmm. then you probably need to be a world class decision maker. Exactly. And this is the kind of pin that will let the rest of the people of Wakanda know that Black Panther is a world class decision maker. And in the same way, this is the type of blue ribbon pin that will let your friends and family know that you are a world-class decision maker, whether or not you are from Wakanda. Mark, let me turn this around now. Okay. Let's say I'm Prince T'Challa, now the king. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to peacefully rule and bring my country into the global scene. Finally. As Black Panther. Sure. What would I He spent a lot of that movie not wanting to do that. Yeah. Let's say I want to take some of that vibranium money I got lying around. Sure. And what I want to do is become a member at the $20 level. So I'm Setting up a $20 recurring contribution, what do I get? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Your Majesty King T'Challa of Wakanda. Wakanda forever, yes. Um, Do you like to cook? 
I do. Ooh, very much. Do you like checking out new recipes? I, that's that's what I love. I just like to open the book to a random page and make that. Oh, good. Well, guess what? For $20 a month, you can have the Max Fun Family Cookbook, lovingly curated for you by Max Fun hosts. This book contains dozens of recipes from cocktails to desserts and everything in between from uh, the hosts and people involved with each of the different shows. Mm. We have a recipe in there as well. Yes, this is true. So, uh, Your Majesty... Uh, I know that you probably need a lot of carbs. So one of the things that you can make is delicious sugar-loaded cookies. I love sugar-loaded cookies. Oh, and guess what? You can make them in fun shapes because you're going to get a set, bonus set of three beautiful space-themed cookie cutters. I love space, too. Right. My goodness. This is a great time to be the king of Wakanda. I tell you what. Let me ask you this. Wait, hold on. You know, uh, I always eat all the food I make. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like to put it away afterwards. You know why? Why? I never freeze. What would I get at the $35 level? <laughs> don't delete that. It's so good. No, no. I, I won't. <laughs> What would I get at the 35? <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Your Majesty. At the $35 per month level, if you contribute $35 a month to the Maximum Fun family, not only are you going to get the cookbook, the cookie cutters, the pin, and the bonus content, you're also going to get a rocket engraved juice carafe or wine carafe if you're a wine guy my friend hal isn't a wine guy your majesty but you might be a wine person i am he doesn't sound very refined unlike (laughs) me the black panther no he's not refined at all Mm. so um you get a beautiful uh rocket engraved juice or wine carafe it's got our awesome max fun logo with the rocket on Mm. it uh it's going to be the hit at all of your parties or at your lemonade stand, if you are Hal Lublin, who doesn't drink and are just uh, holding a lemonade stand because not enough people contributed to the Maximum Fun Drive. That sounds very depressing. I'd like to avoid that as the Black Panther. I would like to help. We got this. Specifically, how would I do that? Well, you can visit MaximumFun.org slash donate. It's very easy, and that will guide you through the entire process. You'll put in your credit card information, the amount you want to contribute every month, whether it's $5 a month or $200 a month uh, or anywhere in between. And then you let them know that the reason you are supporting Max Fun is because you are a listener of We Got This with Mark and Hal. How do I do that? Oh, it's easy. All you have to do is check the box that says We Got This next to it. You know why? Because you, Your Majesty, the Black Panther, yes. you got this. Oh, I do? Yes. Me and now. you know who else got this? Every one of our listeners out there who wants to become a member of the Maximum Fun family. Visit MaximumFun.org slash donate right now. We'll wait. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. All right, we're back. All right, we have our we have our two finalists for the greatest invention of the last hundred years, television and the internet. Yeah, Whew. it's tough. It is tough. Yeah. I think it's the internet. I vote internet. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's the it's the it made the the internet made the conversation two ways. Yes, exactly. Television exactly. is a one way uh, thing. It re, it turned it turned a, a monologue into a dialogue. Right. Exactly. You can't you can't add 
to the television, you mm-hmm. know, whereas you can add you, television is just one way data. You can add data to the mm-hmm. Internet and and even, you know, you can make your own content if it's ter- in terms of content. You know, I mean, that's what's that's what's I mean, it's what's transformed television. It's why nobody makes any money anymore. because <laughs> There's not there's instead of, you know, four or five conduits through which you get your visual filmed entertainment there's a gazillion yeah you know yeah it's it's democratized the process of getting your content out to yeah people. yeah and it even translates to television so right now as we're recording this mm-hmm. our good friend jen smedley who we know from second city la yeah is three floors below us doing a table read for her television pilot oh yeah wow because and that, that came from, from internet, internet videos now they oh, tour wow. they do this night right. veil uh, went from being a podcast to touring the world. They've got a television deal. You know, all mm-hmm. these things are are happening as yeah. a result of the internet. Crazy ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, and I mean, and and some of the some of the stuff that gets elevated is kind of like, well, okay, maybe go back mm-hmm. to YouTube. You know, right? But Not then, everybody's ready. But like, crazy ex girlfriend. Holy moly. It's wonderful. Holy yeah. moly. Yeah. yeah come on. Bring I, it on. You I know? like that you say elevated because I also still think of it that way. And uh, likely that won't change that mm. something goes from the Internet to television is getting elevated yes. to a place where not only are there fewer outlets, it's not an unlimited Wild West. Right. But also it turns off that two way conversation. Yeah. Part yeah. Of it. Yeah. It's like. Okay, we've done this for a while where people were allowed to talk back. Right. Now's the version where it's coming at you. Yeah. Well, but it is it's still in a larger sense it's still a conversation right. because they're believe me the people, you know, I mean, well, Rachel Bloom herself is very active mm-hmm. in online and doing periscopes and in, interacting with people and it's on yeah. and she has an ongoing conversation and gets input from people. Uh, about the show and i'm sure that there are people you know i mean every show has a person just going ah uh, you know you know they, they just say look at what the internet says about us yeah you know and and that's their job is to just you know monitor that and then you know put your own internet stuff out mm-hmm. there um and i but i do think i do think yeah there Television, you still there's still uh, levels of quality, right? There's still levels of quality, sure. yes. and I and I'm the same way as you. Like I've been in, there have been conversations about projects and things, you know, like you know, and just sort of like what my future is going to be and what other projects are out there and things. And there have been some people that want to say that will say like, well, you know. It doesn't just have to be television or streaming or something. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, you could do some internet stuff and there's, you know, mm-hmm. and you can make some money off it. And I, there's still part of me that's like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> how dare you? Well, those, you know. those internet, you know, a lot of internet folks want to have be on television. Yeah. Oh, of course. You, you know, that's the. We are some of them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> this is a vehicle. Yeah. Right, you right. Know, we, yeah, this car is driving toward a big TV. Right, sure. Right. But, uh, you know, if you, if you, you can, having fame on the internet does not necessarily translate. There were yes. all those kids that were Vine stars. Yes. Where right. they would make great six, six second videos or whatever it was. And they all moved to like some apartment complex at Hollywood and Vine. Oh, I feel. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you read that article about uh, them? Yeah, I've read articles about it. Yeah. yeah and it, it was like, and it's like, yeah, that place is a, 
hive of weirdness. Yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, I'll wait till we're off and I'll tell you a personal, I mean, not personal, but like, yeah, what you've heard. <laughs> yeah, just it's, yeah, and I, and it's just because, and I'm not saying because it's something that's salacious, you no. people who are, it's because yeah, right. about particular people. That, sure. you know, people might know that I don't want to. Right. We're know. not here to drag anybody. Yeah, people with yeah. families and things. That, you yeah. Know? <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. Well, my daughter the other day, she was, wa- she was on her computer and she was on YouTube watching what looked like kind of like a crappy Disney camp movie. You know, like mm-hmm. Camp Disney, you know. You know, right. young actor camp. Was it Camp Rock starring the Jonas Brothers? No, okay. but it was, but you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, camp over actor. Yeah. yeah uh, of course. And, uh, I said, I was like, what are you watching? What is that movie? And cause I was, cause it was a feature film. Mm-hmm. And she said, Oh, it's a movie starring a bunch of vine stars. She goes, and I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, it's, it's all vine stars. And she said, it's, uh, the the idea is is that all their managers said that they're on their phones too much, so they have to they're like have to go to camp to okay. you know like to be to, to be you know like to abstain from being on screens or something. Oh right. no! And I was just like, oh my goodness, you know, <laughs> oh wow. And if you know, I didn't I didn't watch any of it, but I guarantee you, it was horrible. Sure. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the Internet's version of the day the clown cried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well, locked up. She's also watched on television because they're on Netflix or somewhere like movies for kids mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. star YouTube stars like mm-hmm. that where they, you know, low budget kind of. And wow. I mean, kids movies are all can already be sort of trying and grading. But this these this one was I mean, there's, it is like, I still, I still am, I still like that, you know, okay, you're on YouTube and that's great, but like, come here, try to do this. Try and be on TV. Try and, you know, really try and make TV level content on a day. Cause, you know, these guys, like I would that one of the, one of those Paul brothers that, you know, with the. Oh, Jake, the one that talked to Marco Rubio? Yeah. And, well, yeah. Or that, you know, that like had the suicide. Oh, Logan. That was, yeah, was Logan. that Logan? Yeah. Yes. Well, one of them was, I think it was Logan was doing, uh, you know, after he had to do his mea culpa, he was indignant and saying like, I'm putting out television every day. Like I'm doing so much. And I just was like, oh. Yeah. And, and there were, I, I can't remember. I had like some conversation where somebody's like, well, he is doing, you know, an hour of television every, or 15 minutes of television every day. I was like, that is not television. Right. You know, that is, that is Skype. Is you, what, you know, yeah. you, you happen to also work <laughs> in, uh, in television in the most television y television possible. Yeah. 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 The talk show, like, right. The great big cameras yeah. in the studio audience right. and like the everything and is you all, wanna, and, and I know it's what big and flashy. I know and, about putting on a television show right. every day. Yeah. I know about laying track for a train that is running. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I, it's like when like, Hey, I do, I do TV. And no, you don't, yeah. you don't, you don't know what it's like. <laughs> you but know, there are people like you mentioned Rachel Bloom before. There are people who start on the internet who, uh, I don't want to say graduate, but there are uh, it, not to, this isn't to say that. There aren't it's great people on yeah, yeah. YouTube, not, and there are amazing yeah, performers. Yeah, yeah. They're out not. There. They're not. They're. They're just 
uh, it is just a display of TV ready talent. Yeah, here's a That's thing all it is. that yeah, I yeah. am that I could Rachel do. Bloom could have sent a video to a network, right? And gotten, you know, I mean, she's that talented and right. that good, right? It's just it's a different, you know, it's a different atmosphere, and that just happens to be how she did it. But I mean, yeah. as it was, you know, she was doing her own videos, and then uh, her producing partner saw her videos, and then I think started to get her money to make more professionally produced right internet video so she did also she had she was like sort of a tv internet hybrid by that point because she was getting some tv money some tv level money to be make internet video right. if i'm i mean i'm not an expert i i'm not updating that, you Wikipedia know what media page this uh where <laughs> this show is all about non-expertise expertise <laughs> yeah. uh i want to shift gears just a little bit we're talking a lot about entertainment between uh the internet and television uh, I want to talk a little about, and I know we don't, we don't get into, uh, important topics on this show terribly, really, you know, deeply important topics, uh, terribly often, but I want to talk about the news, uh, yeah. cause this was a lot in the news this week, uh, about YouTube and Facebook having a, some sort of a filtering system or a, a way of saying, hey, this is, um, this is this is fake. This is fake. This yeah. this is a hoax. Here are the real things. I feel like one thing, and it got me to thinking yesterday. One thing that is problematic with getting your news from the internet as opposed to getting your news from television is there is no one whose job, as in television, there's someone whose job it is to sit there and be the gatekeeper and to go, edit. Yeah, no, that's not a news yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. This is right. This is true. We've vetted it. We've talked to lots of people. It's been corroborated. Now we can tell the public about it. Right. Um, so I think that is, whereas it has opened up entertainment to a huge degree, I think it's really hurting the news business. That's yes. part of the growing pains, I think, right. where we are is figuring out, you know, if Mark Zuckerberg, if he's true to what he says, mm-hmm. that he wants it to be an open exchange of information for everybody, then – it's easy to to look at it as the benefit and not see the drawback yeah, that right. a bunch of bad actors can come in mm-hmm. and flood a marketplace with bad information that a certain percentage of the population will think is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you th- now it's on them to hopefully be pioneers along with YouTube in actually sifting through some of that so that people are at least aware of what's credible and what's not. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and there is a there also is. It's so situational that just adds to the complexity of the problem because, you know, when I, when I, somebody disagrees with, because I'm pretty political on Twitter at times in, in about particular subjects and somebody will tweet me something, uh, you know, that's like a, you know, the, the, in, in an argument against what I'm seeing mm-hmm. and I'll look at the source and it's like, you know, you know, Daily Patriot News yeah. Gazette, Ugh. you know, and it's just yeah. like, and I just can tell that's bull and that's nonsense. Yeah. Um, but th- I think there are a lot of people that don't, they don't, I don't know whether they're just not as media savvy or whatever. They don't, they don't do that. Um, but then, the, so I do think if I, like, if I look at, if I look at something and it says it's from, like, a legitimate newspaper like you can tell the difference mm-hmm. it's not just like a blogger if it's if it's like supposedly a fact that's supposed to prove something in a particular issue that on which there are two sides 
I do trust our capitalist society to if to that filtration process of if you are someone who's pushing facts, if you're getting paid for it by a corporate entity, right. then I think like, okay, you obviously have proven that you are a good cultivator of facts and a, and or a, you know, a, 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 what do you call it? Curator of right. facts. Mm-hmm. Where as opposed to you just sell ad space on your blog. Um, but then on the other hand, you know, there's also, there's the downside of that where you are getting, and it's usually, I think a lot of the difference is kind of right left. And that's not just, I don't think it's just because of my political leanings, but you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff about, you know, like the standing rock, uh, reservation, mm-hmm. you know, that issue with the pipeline, like most of the really kind of, well, the, the most, the most urgent, truthful sort of stuff coming out of there was, almost kind of anecdotal from people on the scene. Right. And there was no interest, interest in promoting that within those same corporate information channels. So you do have a case where you, cause you can't just say, Oh, that sort of more publicly grassroots sourced information news Mm -hmm. is nonsense. It's like, "Eh, sometimes it is. And then sometimes it isn't, you know? Well, the, I think, the difference in that is you're trading like you've got to have some sort of credibility. And if you are a grassroots organization, you're trading, uh, you're trading, you're not ABC, NBC, CBS, uh, MSNBC, Fox, any of those. Yeah. But if you're a grassroots, what the trade off is I'm here. Here are my pictures. Yes. You can trust me because I'm aiming a camera at it right, right now right. and I'm looking at it. And so are you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The um, citizen journalists. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Power, well, and that, and that's always, well, you like the, uh, the Arab Spring. I mean, Twitter mm-hmm. was so integral to the success and the spreading of the Arab Spring. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, it hasn't been used well since in the Arab Spring sort of, sort of, you know, uh, it, it's it got stalled. I think Syria mm-hmm. stalled it pretty badly, but um, but yeah, I mean, it all can be used. It, it's all just it's all just a powerful tool, right. whether it gets used for good or bad, and it really is hard to control. But I do have the faith. I do have faith that, like twenty years from now, we're not just going to be flooded with nonsense. Yeah, where I yeah. do think we're going to have some sense of what's real and what's fake, mm-hmm. or we'll be burned to a crisp. You know, <laughs> either way, it'll yeah, be over. Yeah, the yeah. planet will be like one of your, you know, glove potato, potato gloved potatoes, oh, just stripped so... of all life. <laughs> Speaking of potato gloves, I think we have the greatest invention of all time. Yes. Um, I think we're all as as wonderful as television is and as <laughs> off the rails as we went a bit of like, yeah, yeah. here's why television is better than the Internet. Yeah, yes. yeah. It does feel like what it comes down to is the global spread of ideas, even mentioning yeah. the Arab Spring. I mean, yeah, yeah. the Internet topples tyranny. Yeah, um, yeah. Or it can. Or it can. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This guitar fights fascists. What was right, it that right. uh, yeah, yeah, got yeah. this guitar said? Yeah. Um, so if we're all in agreement, Hal, uh, would you please? People of the world, this is a podcast. Do you think we weren't going to pick the internet? <laughs> Just that alone. The internet allowed us to come to the Warner yes. Brothers lot, hang out with Andy for an hour, right. chat about inventions. Yes. But it's, th- this is like, 
look past the trolls, the, the bullying, the negative things, and look at what the, the internet Nazis. has done. The Nazis. Yeah. Look past them for just a second, but keep them in the corner of your eye because right. – They're uh, sneaky. <laughs> I have family members that aren't here anymore because of their uh, predecessors. But uh, – the internet does a lot of great things. That's what it's true. No, Come I on. Know. Uh, the internet does a lot of great things. It's created a global society. It's connected us to one another. And if we can focus on and build that, and, and as we learn and develop, the world is going to get closer to Star Trek than idiocracy. It, it has to. There's too much information available for us to go back. Yeah. So like it or not, the best invention of the last 100 years is the internet asked and answered. Yeah. Andy Richter. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Thanks, guys. Coming on the show fun. for yeah. uh, having us into your office. And it was a good convo. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to promote in particular? You want people to go look at, listen to anything? The no. floor is yours. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stay off. Own in show. It's on. It's on TBS, uh, I, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a website, right? I uh, know. Yeah. It's actually, it's a, well, the whole no, like, we still, like, our band is called Basic Cable Band. Uh-huh. And the notion of, like, Basic Cable still, like, like kids don't understand it. Like, yes. they don't know what T, like, I will still say, and in fact, I think somebody point it was like the first time I said it was, I was talking about, I was saying, like, I was watching, you know, I was watching 310 to Yuma on cable. And and somebody like made fun like put in air quote or in quotes on cable and I'm like I still do talk like yeah. I don't like yeah because you you when you say we had an analog childhood yeah. and a digital adulthood it's like because yeah. well, it is it, to me that that also means I happened upon this feature film I wasn't I didn't make a point to sit and watch the whole thing right. you know uh so it's like and I don't want, you know like on a pay channel. But now it is just you need to say, like, I was watching it on TV. Yeah. You know, or not. I feel like it's like you can get it. Jesus Christ. You can pretty soon you're going to be getting it, you know, like on your tongue. You're going to be getting Ooh. movies. <laughs> you know, can't wait for that. Willy Wonka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, it could taste clinger. Boom. Uh, well, thank you so much for being here. Thank uh, you, guys. Thanks yeah. to Brian for the topic. Uh, this topic is closed, but there are many more to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit or email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or come to Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, our listeners. Without you, we would not have come to stage 15 at Warner Brothers where they shot Goonies, you guys. Yeah. Right. Some Goonies. Some of Goonies. Some of Goonies. Yeah. The pirate ship was next door in 16. Oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um, so thanks for listening to the show, as always. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Agliardi. For Mark Agliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.